0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Vibing with TJ podcast. I'm your host, TJ. We have a special guest back again. My friend, lone friend Ocean, is here again to continue talking about single stigmas and situations. Oh, Lord, I always get the, wrong, the title wrong <laughs> let get it wrong. I do it every time. Every it doesn't time. Evolve. It doesn't evolve. That's all it is. It doesn't evolve. It doesn't evolve, man. But I hope you guys are having a great week so far. A great start to your Friday as we head into the weekend. And we're going to pop right into it. So like I said, we were talking about single stigmas and <laughs> <pod> crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they all came up because I can't even give what, what Number uh, episode we own everything, and I'm like, <laughs> oh God, my, my show! I should know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I what forgetting. happens
0: being in the in the flow. You just be in your own yeah. flow. I'll be in my mm-hmm. own flow, in my own world, man, my own <laughs> world. But yeah, so we had. I think I guess we had left off with talking about some of the some of the stigmas that you was facing, single, mm-hmm. and I was talking a few of mine, and um. I don't know. You had brought up some more when we was off camera. What was you talking about? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I I thought I saw something on my foot, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is how we rock out, okay. <laughs> Yeah. We set our intention and then it just got, it does its all it has its own life. Okay. I swear every time I'm on the phone with you, like we'll be in mid conversation, y'all. We'll be in mid conversation. And free be like, oh okay. And I'm so, like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you doing? Oh I'm Like, okay. And then go get right back into conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And not only I'm over here like, wait, wait a minute, what is it? <laughs> I know I'd be introducing stuff that just came up and didn't go right out of back. nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like nothing even like am just supposed to be like, nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> It's been like that for you. They gotta be used to it. It's been like that for years. Oh god. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we we touched on a couple of things last time, y'all. So definitely check that video back out. But um, as we started talking again, I was like, oh man, there's two more good ones that I really wanted to touch on that I've experienced. Maybe you've experienced some of this, but um. The examples that I will give is is on a whole other level. So one of them is okay. <laughs> being single. Uh, for whatever reason, there's some kind of assumption that because you're single that you don't have nothing else to do. Like you got all this time on your hands, you don't have nobody else to spend it with. There's no other um person that you gotta be responsible for, so for whatever mm-hmm. reason, people are already owning your time or attempting to own your time and make a whole other world of assumptions all around that, so yeah, this example right here. This is on the extreme scale. Hold <laughs> on. Oh no, okay. Yeah. Let's it is. <laughs> and I want to definitely set the intention that it shall not ever happen again. Okay. But this is on an extreme scale. So uh like I mentioned before in the previous video, um, I have a family business. And I run it with my mom. And so sometimes we go to different events and we meet people all the time. And we were at a particular event where um, we were surrounded by a lot of, um, I'll just say it, Caucasian people. And they were very intrigued with what we were saying, what we were doing, that kind of thing. So just imagine Mm -hmm. being in a 10 by 10 tent and I've got one half of the tent. My mom has the other half of the tent. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to some people and I'm introducing, you know, what we got going on. And this older couple comes up and this man says, you know, he's listening to all the things that my mom is doing and, and that kind of thing with the culture. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. what do you do? And I get that question a lot, so I have no problem, you know, just saying, you know, well, I help her out. I do a lot of assistance um, on the background, and I keep it short and simple because the focus Mm -hmm. is on my mom. And so Mm -hmm. he was like, well, um, do you have kids? I said, no, it's just me and my mom. And so he said, okay, so you're not married, none of that. And I said, no. And so he said, oh. So then your mom turned you into her little slave. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, so disrespectful. And I don't even know what kind of face I made when he said that. But the first word is right. Yeah, let me just pause on that one right there. Like, how do you come up with that? wow like and i'm sitting here trying to like i'm doing my normal thing my normal habit of trying to give people the benefit of the doubt because i'm sitting here trying to justify it in my head but i'm like "Eh, no Mm -mm. i think i don't think that that's not even if he it was with good intentions we'll assume that it was with good intentions there was no ill will behind it it still wasn't a phrase that should have been said you
1: know like
0: it's no not to a black person no not Not at at all yeah not at all And so my Mm -hmm. response to him was, oh, no. And I don't know what kind of face I made. Oh, I I know you made a face. face. I know (laughs) you made a face. And everybody else. (laughs) Oh, guys, I know I made a face. And so his wife, it took her a moment to think like what her husband just said. And so she's like, oh, my gosh, straight. You know what? <laughs> now, we got to get out of here now. And, uh, not sh- Harry. Him and him. I'm making up a name, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> no, you are. That's what looks I know you're making a name, because I know what he is. <laughs> and, yep. so, the, some of the other people saw and heard what this man said to me. Mm-hmm. And they knew that I was hot, I was beyond hot. And so, so, some of the and I'm trying my best to conceal this this anger off of my face, being in front of these mm-hmm. people who look like the people who said what they said to me. And so I'm got I got a lot processing in my head, and I'm still trying to be cordial, but those people end up showing us a lot of love and support and they made sure the how they responded was like, we don't move like them. Please don't assume yes. that, you know, and that's yeah. very easy to do, especially when you had that live happen in your face. So again, yeah. oh, this is yeah. an extreme example, but you do have some people that feel like because you're single, you got nothing else going on in your life. It, I don't know why they feel like you ain't got no goals that you just out here floating in the wind in the water, that you you just trying to figure things out like you lost. I don't know what that is, but I y'all please know. understand that we have plenty to do, okay, <laughs> not everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I yeah. mean you can you can yeah. attest to that one TJ about. Oh yeah, I can attest to it. I, I I get that a lot. And I think it um it even like uh what's the word I'm looking for? It multiplied when I was able to walk away from my regular nine to five job and really, you know, be my uh-huh. own, you know, business. Uh-huh. It even multi multiply so it's like, oh, you don't work no nine to five job, you don't, you don't um <laughs> you know, you're not married, no kids, so you got a whole time. I'm like, no that I don't. <laughs> oh, <they're> like... <laughs> don't get that <laughs> They start playing out your day. They start playing out your afternoon, your evening. They already come with it. Like, oh, you good? You, yeah. You? That would not. No, <laughs> no. So. You know, at, at that time I was petty though. I was petty at that time, am because this was some years back. So if I was free, I'd be like, no. And they ask me to do something, I'm like, no, I'm busy. I'm doing something I would be in the house. I'm <laughs> busy. um. Show you. Shoot, I mean, I can get real busy and relaxing. I really can. Oh yeah. You can't. <laughs> I I can't. I know you don't wait until you're relaxing. So oh, big, no. something go down, and you be like, I do Good. <laughs> uh, uh, that nap yeah, time comes. Yeah. You're like, I hey, like TJ. I got to go with you because he's out for his nap. Yeah, yeah. Let me refresh. Let me refresh. I am like, huh? Yeah. Wow. that's crazy yes i have experienced that i mean i guess i never thought about it as in depth like you said like they don't think you have goals and like you just you just float in the wind i guess i never thought about that but it could be the case i mean it's kind of sad to think that that if if that's the way they're thinking it why would they think that like if anything i thought it would be the opposite like i'm not married i'm not no have no kids like oh she on top of her stuff she doing what she need to do. Mm-hmm. She on her grind. That's what I would think it is, but it, it never, I guess that's be, me being naive and never crossed my mind that it could be the opposite. And that's kind of like one of the assumptions we talked about in the in the previous uh, video is they're trying to figure out what's wrong. And it's like, if you're not doing this and you're not doing that, is it because you're not doing this? Do you not, I mean, what? it's like a missing, they're, they're trying to calculate your life. In like it's sense. like you got a void in you or something. Yeah. That's why you're don't you do not you do not have this stuff. Yeah. Mm. It's it's really odd, but no, y'all, just a friendly <laughs> reminder. We we do have things. The football hook should yeah. We gotta got pay bills. <laughs> you know, we think it's happening. We life happens to us too. Yeah. But, yeah it out we don't just stop because oh they sink with no kids. Let me stop stop this right, right here. No, it don't right. just stop. It don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, yes. I think honestly, if anything, well, I'm not gonna say it's it's multiplied. I was about to say it might be multiplied, but I'm, I guess I'm just speaking from my perspective because I don't have kids and a like a spouse to distract me from things. So sometimes it can things that happen can be multi seem like it's multiplied for me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just my perspective. I don't know if you you experienced that because uh, you do have a little bit of distraction. You got your son
1: to kind of yeah. break
0: you out of that because he, he he a character. <laughs> that's a whole that he might a be character. a whole of the channel right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Why is he hilarious though? He is hilarious. <laughs> and he laughs just as much as we do. Just so y'all know. Oh, I know, <laughs> oh, I know he did. Yes, he do. He, yeah. What yeah, I when I, I say lose. he got the he got the legs of God. <laughs> yeah. Legs, lines of God. <laughs> He didn't get over there because he don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> he don't stop. He is a ball of energy. Oh, but he, he's mm-hmm. fun, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so what was an- another one that you were thinking about? <laughs> yeah, so the next assumption and and, and this actually will in some way lead us into um, the next really good segment that you and I will be talking about. And, um, And that's assuming that I want your partner. Okay. Uh-huh. Here we go with an example. All right, this one this one actually has happened several times, not just with me, um but with my mom. Um and it has happened it's gotten to the point where that we end up having to make it like a company standard. Um, And I'll explain. So, uh, okay. again, because our family business, we're out in the public. We're speaking to people. We're talking. We're educating, that kind of thing. And so sometimes we'll have couples to come up. They want to know mm-hmm. more about what's going on. And if I'm working an event by myself, I'm mm-hmm. always going to be talking about my mom and the connection with the culture and that kind of thing. So... On this particular oh, before event, you touch on that yeah. before you touch on that just let them know like what type of culture you're talking about like mm-hmm. she's from Savannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we have a um so we preserve the uh, and educate about the Gullah culture. G U L L A H. Sometimes it's called Geechee, but for those of you who were around at this time, you would know about Gullah Gullah Island. So, yeah, so we're a part of all of that right there. <laughs> good, good luck. Would you be bending Go over out. like... Come. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, left leg. <laughs> That needs <laughs> to be my show, boy. <laughs> go, look, go, go look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Ron and Natalie Days, man. We love them. We're, we're, we're friends with them. So, yeah, this, this, yeah. So we do that. And so, and it's, it's always like a really cool and intriguing topic to talk to people about because all this time. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. So, Mandy Van, a couple comes up and, uh. Mm-hmm. I'm introducing them about everything, about my mom, culture, all that stuff. So it's always an intriguing topic. Okay, cool. Mm. So sometimes the wives, I don't know why, but they're really short in conversation. And that's okay, because sometimes I don't like to talk, just in general, Mm. believe it or not. So, (laughs) But sometimes the husbands, they're so intrigued with what's being said and what's going on, that they'll ask a lot of engaging questions. We get that all the time. Mm -hmm. I had one wife that cussed me out and told me that I would be um, selling more of the artwork and educating the culture if I wasn't too busy flirting with her husband. And she asked me if I was married or if I had somebody, and I told her no. And she said, Well, then that's it, then. You over here trying to flirt with my husband. I mean, she went off on me, told her husband, um, Come on, let's go, because she ain't doing nothing but flirting with you anyway. Wow, that's crazy. It is wild. I've ca- I called my mom and I told her what happened. She said, would you believe the same thing be happening to her too? I'm like this. So I don't know. There is some kind of assumption going on that when you find out that I'm single, when you find out that I'm married, that for whatever reason I might be interested in your partner. No, I'm I'm not. Single people typically are not like that please stop assuming that yeah yeah Typically like not like that I guess I haven't had that experience where somebody thinks that I'm trying to take their partner but I've had it on you know this experience because you know I deal in same-sex relationships so I get the experience that every woman think I want them and I'm like, just because you yeah, had like, just because um, i don't mean I, I do have a type, <laughs> you know, I do have standards, you know. Mm, I've mm. gotten that from that. And I'm like, no, just because we, we just say, you know, and I like that, don't mean that I like you, <laughs> you know. Mm, so I've mm, had that experience. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. I think that's just like a insecure thing, maybe. I mean, I feel like that's more. Mm-hmm. On the husband? Because maybe the husband did. Well, you done had it multiple times, all right? (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Because my my thing is, you know, some of y'all are in relationships where y'all are doing some of us single people a favor. And (laughs) y'all taking some of these people off the streets. So I'm going to do something for y'all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for keeping the streets clean and clean. I okay, appreciate would you? y'all. Out. That janitorial love. Thank you so much. We appreciate that janitorial love. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I can't even disagree with you because I do you agree. <laughs> You're doing a favor. God knows you. God knows. God what knows. God that man was made for you. For you. Yeah. We don't if want nobody them. else. Want them? We don't want them. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! We got my stomach hurting. See, this is what we on the phone cracking up because <laughs> I'm a glad. you, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. I really salute y'all on that one. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah, one for the team. Reading. Take a yeah, you, for the team. Oh, you taking it. <laughs> you took oh, it. Oh, man. Keep taking it. Keep it over there. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you to everybody. <laughs> All you. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever hit their finger. We don't want to. We good. We good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh what a girl oh my god yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god <laughs> okay well yeah. i guess we have had a lot of uh similar experiences i guess just from different perspectives with me being single mm-hmm. no kids and um dealing with same sex and then you single with a child Dealing mm-hmm. with heterosexual, so it's it's almost the same, but with like a, like a little twist to it, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. It's <laughs> gonna yeah. make it interesting. Ground. Yeah, there's some common ground to it. Yeah, and yeah. you know, yeah. And I like what you said in the previous segment where you said, you know, it's not so much that we're being single by choice; like we're not opposed to being in a relationship. It's just that we've arrived to a certain point in our lives where we set certain foundations, we set certain um, boundaries that we're not gonna cross. And that is maintaining that self-love, maintaining our peace, our happiness. And anyone who steps into that space has gotta be some harmony into all that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm still putting it out there. still welcome for marriage, absolutely but I'm not mm-hmm. going to be in a toxic relationship and I'm not going to be in a relationship where I haven't worked on myself um to some degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and and vice and vice versa. Like I I I think I don't know if I was talking to you about it or someone else, but I was saying maybe we were talking in private about it. I said I don't want to be in another co- with that codependent yeah, codependent relationship again uh, where uh, maybe I'm talking about it with somebody else I don't know where I where I, I felt like okay I felt like I was the, always the one that was the most healed in the relationship so uh, it, it took a toll on me like almost every relationship I, that I can think of I was you know even when I was at my worst I was still the most healed and mm-hmm. I'm like I can't do that no more I can't do. It. I'd rather be single than to do that to like be somebody to be a clutch for somebody. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I have to lift you up, and when, when who's gonna lift me up when I'm down? You know where, or who's gonna be there when I'm feeling not feeling my best, when I don't feel as strong? I need someone to help support me. Like it can gonna be my right. partner because I'm doing all the heavy lifting in in a, in a sense. You know when it comes to that, and mm-hmm. I'm like I can't do it. Right. I cannot do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's not by choice. It's just, like I said, we've set up that foundation. We've worked on ourselves to a point where it's like we we no longer accept the bullshit. Right, right. And and, and with not accepting the bullshit, it weeds out a lot of people. It does weed out a lot of people. You know, um, I've seen it on, a, on Instagram one time. It was saying that when you get to a level of a state of healing and a, a level of healing um it can be a lonely place because you start to notice that it's a lot of unhealed people around you and it's like you you don't want to go back to that so you can mm-hmm. become i hate to use the word lonely because i'm not lonely but you you might end up alone for an extended period of time you know
1: yeah until you meet your level. someone
0: else on that <clears throat> level i'm sorry yeah. go ahead oh no i i mean to but yeah it is a level of isolation to some extent because you're having spending that level of time of inventory of your surroundings everything around you and you're having to emerge out of that there is Mm -hmm. some level of isolation until you can Mm -hmm. start to call in more people like you or call in more people that vibrate at a certain frequency that maintains their peace maintains what's um, sacred for them maintains that positivity and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so yeah i definitely get yeah. that yeah, yeah definitely. yes yeah. yeah and i refuse to let okay. that go i refuse to let it go so if that means that i'm going to be alone for another because i've technically been single even though I, I have dated i have not been in a quote-unquote official relationship for eight years mm-hmm. so I don't know how long has it been for you. I think we we might have said yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, 2015, yeah. We did. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know it was 2015 why. or 2017. <laughs> yeah, we did. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I think we went with 2017, right? No, we went with 2015 because you said, because oh, if okay. you don't know, we don't know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're right. We don't know. So, we're going with 2015. <laughs> <laughs> wow well, I have that's for funny. you then. Mm-hmm. okay so did it take you becoming single to start your journey with self-love or was your journey of self-love starting before that like what really sparked that for you Ooh, that is a great question um I don't think it took me being single, honestly. And I think we talked about this a couple of times. Something happened when I first moved into my house that I live in now, because I'm about mm. to, I'm buying a new house. So I'm about to move. The house that I live in now, I think we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm buying a new yeah. house for closing in the month. Um, something happened when I moved into this house, and that's what sparked, sparked it. Uh, mm. I, I don't remember, you, you remember us having this conversation. It was some, it might have been a couple years back now. Because I've been in this house, what, four and a half years? You know, I'm not, we probably have had, like, segments of that conversation, but your audience might want to know, you know, about that. (laughs) That's going to go into a whole nother topic there, but I can't, let me write it down. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go into a whole nother topic there, So, but I guess I, Okay, and let's see if I can give you the broad strokes. Yeah. I guess it was like a combination because when I moved into my house, I was already single for a number of years. I was dating, but I wasn't dating with any intention. I was just dating. Hell, I'm going to say I was emotionally unavailable. I was very emotionally available because I did not trust people. I did not trust anyone in relationship because I had been so hurt by that relationship because that relationship was... Uh, very special to me I thought I was going to marry that person
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: was very hurt by that relationship um uh I think I I think I told you I had like a uh a, a, I don't know if it was Dr. Jennifer or somebody else but she had touched on she said that relationship um broke my spirit wow and I was like yeah it, it did it did break my spirit so I shut down for a long time and when I moved into this house, some about being into this house, it was like this house was forcing me to deal with things that I mm. had stopped dealing with. So the relationship wasn't the catalyst. Ironically, it was moving into this house, and I don't know why, but I was mm. going through it when I first moved to this house. Like it was, it was crazy. I can't believe you don't remember this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I know that that house represented a lot of breakthroughs for you on like some personal stuff, relationship stuff, family stuff Mm -hmm. without going into those particular details but I don't recall me ever having a conversation with you about like what really started your healing journey in that regards what relationships I guess or and I want to make it clear like intimate couple you know serious relationships like that yeah Yeah. um I can't I, I guess I can't really pinpoint uh when it comes to intimate relationships. I guess it would have mm-hmm. to be all encompassing because I can't I think I just started killing as a whole. Um but okay. if I was to pinpoint something, I think with my friend that I'm dealing with now, mm-hmm. I think that was more the catalyst uh um what you call a lady S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I think she was probably the what's the word i'm looking for because she wasn't like the start of it but she she made me look at things in me because she triggered things in me mm-hmm. and she wasn't doing any trigger things in me you know what i mean like she wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything but just being routine self. but i think dealing with her made me feel like i still got things to work on when it comes to intimate relationships and it's being in gotcha. and it, I would, yeah so lord have mercy I'm like, I don't have to write this one down because <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to this one again. Yeah. I don't even know. We're going to talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love this and stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk about this later. because yeah. That's a good one. I, mean, yeah, I ain't of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a really excellent point and because when we do come into these relationships we're not just bringing like bits and pieces we're bringing the whole self into this so loving that whole self you're absolutely right um that was that was good to acknowledge that that aspect mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. even I'll watch like some TV shows and movies which I study them in such a way that kind of make it like um like a reflection or or philosophical type feel to it. And I will Mm -hmm. watch certain like romantic movies where they're saying, no, don't hide that particular self of you that's actually there. I want to see that. I want to embrace all of you. And I love that. And so it's like, do we ourselves embrace all of that? You know, and is it something that, Um, that we're okay with sharing that particular space with someone that we really care about because you want to be in connection with someone who can embrace you just as much as you embrace yourself. Just like how you said, Mm -hmm. being happy, being by yourself. If you can't be happy being by yourself, who's going to be happy being with you? So... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. You ain't gonna be happy in no relationship either, because mm-hmm. it's always gonna be some type of quote unquote void. You got the that. I always say happiness comes from self. Yeah. It comes from self, and I think um Will Smith said it the best. It was a few years ago he had put some on Instagram. He said, "Um, um, he said I stopped focusing on trying to make Jada happy. It got to a point where I would say he was like." Forget trying to make you happy. You go make yourself happy and I'll make myself happy and we'll come together and we'll share in our happiness together. And I said, that is so freaking profound. Like if mm-hmm. people would do mm-hmm. that instead of like, mm-hmm. you know, depending on another person to make you happy because a person can't make you happy. They don't know right. you only, you know, what can make you happy, you know? So, and that's what I, you know, when I, when I'm dating someone or talking to someone. As soon as they, they, you know, they were like, I'm looking for somebody to make me happy, my, my antennas go up. I'm like, right, it ain't me. I can't make you happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. ain't me. Don't put don't put that pressure on me, <laughs> you know? So, stop be serious, they were like, what? I'm like, no, I can't make you happy. Don't do that to me. <laughs> You're like, barking you up the wrong tree if you think I can make you happy. <laughs> <but, you> <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that was one of the things that I wrote down in my notes, um, because some people are in a place where they don't know what really makes them happy at all. like that has not been there's no starting point for them yet on what actually makes them happy, and it's like, what advice would you give um? Or what examples do you give? I know you spoke about in some of your other segments, like talk nice to me and that kind of thing, but like what would what what are some things that would help people to really see what makes them happy? Do they like what would be the how they would go about that? Oh, that's a good question too, because god i'm i don't i don't want to give it so generalized to me because everybody is different you know but i think uh a level of exploring has to be taken the taken place like when when i said in one of my segments i was a stranger to myself i didn't know what made me happy mad glad sad. i had to go do a level of exploring like well so what do i like to do so go out Mm -hmm. and explore and see what you like and like um really uh Focus on how you feel when you got, does this is it something that you enjoy doing? Does it make you feel, I'd say make you feel like a kid again, where you, you know, you carefree and stuff like that? I mm. think that's the best option. Um, that and that's what I did for me. Like for me was something as simple as just going to the movies by myself. I love going to the movies by myself in the middle of the day when nobody was in the theater where I can kick mm. my feet up and be in there by myself and eat popcorn. Yeah.
1: That yeah, was like, butter. like,
0: yeah, <laughs> I was like, get him, yeah, buddy. it's the middle <laughs> of the day, yeah. everybody at yeah, work. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> the, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we did have movies, so now I had to, like, switch mm-hmm. it up a little bit. But mm-hmm. for me now, it's just, my my biggest joy comes from walking every day. Like, walking around the neighborhood I am, and then every day, because I like nature. Like mm-hmm. you got to really take that time in this world. If you don't know, go out in this floor and do different things, and then you can start to narrow it down. But mm-hmm. it, you it, you got to start somewhere, you know. You not it's not mm-hmm. gonna come to you through osmosis. Like, give it to me, Lord. You don't know, fine. <laughs> you got to go explore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, you so, you touched so on something about exploring that inner self, that whole self, and. I spent a greater part of um, the evening time on yesterday like thinking about what I did. Like, how did I arrive to a certain point where I'm happy, I'm at peace, that kind of thing, and I don't mind protecting that. And that Mm -hmm. may disappoint and piss people off that I choose myself, that I choose to maintain my sacredness, and mm-hmm. I had I do that unapologetically. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, and I kept it was like I was going back and back and back, and I was thinking about my childhood because mm-hmm. from first grade to third grade, I was bullied every day. And mm-hmm. I had there was a girl that was ahead of me, um, a grade ahead of me. And I never would see her throughout school. There there was no crossing of grades at all. But at the very end of the day, I would see her as we were all boarding the bus. And she would just pour in the words to me. um, And I would be just so confused. She would just tell me over and over again how ugly I was. And she could not believe how ugly I was. And it baffled her. And it baffled me looking at her saying that to me. So I was confused. At the same time from first grade to third grade, this is happening, at home on my dad's side of the family, I was being told and I was being um, bullied at home. So yeah, so I had Monday through Friday, this happening at school on the weekends, happening with my dad. And wow, fourth grade was my favorite because she she was a grade ahead of me. I didn't have that during school, but I still had my dad's side of the family on the weekends still coming at me um, to the point where they were giving me um, staff nicknames. Um, My dad used to weigh me every weekend he would ask me what was I eating throughout the week? Why was, um, why was I eating it? He wanted to watch what was on my plate. Um, yeah, so it was, it was all of that. Uh fast forward to middle school, the bullying from that particular person had completely subsided. But because of my classmates were so used to me being bullied from her that they started to carry that torch and continue on. And so I want to say like in middle school, I started to do things um that will hurt myself um just to fit in. Ooh. Yeah. Fast forward to high school, um I think like the the freshman year was probably my hardest because I just I could not take it. Um I would be told why I used to have braids in my hair. And the girls would pick mm-hmm. on me saying, why are you always wearing braids? Why are you always wearing braids? We don't ever see your hair out. Nothing like that. So when I finally did have my hair out, it would be thick and long and they would be pissed and they would tell me to go and braid my hair again. I never used to wear jeans. They would tell me to go and wear jeans. And then when I did wear jeans, they were pissed. So it was just... And I was still getting bullied at home on the weekends. And finally, I said, you know what? I can't keep up with this at all. If I do it, I get messed up. I mean, cussed out. If I don't do it, I get cussed out. If I listen to this, it just... It was too much. And I had to just you say, you know what? You cannot please them. And I saw that. I literally solve that and I say you know what let me start being true to myself let me start loving myself because at the end of the day if I can love myself just enough it would not matter what anybody else around me would say about me at all and I made sure that my happiness was my priority even when I would laugh, See. it would piss them off and I would keep on laughing too. Ooh, I, oh, oh, you I you at the early age then. Like yeah. you, you learned something at an early age that I probably didn't learn until I was in my twenties. So wow. That's good.
1: Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That is
0: very good. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I think for me though, I did I did get bullied in when I was in elementary, a little bit in middle school, but by high school, that shit stopped. <laughs> Cause I probably 'cause good. I looked so yeah. mean. <laughs> Because <laughs> I would look at somebody and just and it, and you know, Yeah, don't even try it I ain't even gonna argue with you We're gonna be fighting yeah. And yeah. you're gonna lose yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem in high school with that <laughs> I'm gonna that's tell crazy. Y'all sons, Some of y'all who have not done this Already choosing yourself Feels good choose yourself every time time. Mm -hmm. please Mm -hmm. please and you being an example of choosing yourself is going to inspire other people to do the same and I'm not talking about vanity at this point but like really like we talking about a collectiveness of people coming together being just happy you're going to want more of that you're going to want more of that Oh yeah, so, for sure. You're gonna want one more. It, it like attract light. <laughs> you know? Yes. They, all, they say that all the time. Birds of a feather flock together. It's like, yeah. If you if you're a positive, you know, a light, you're gonna attract other positive light and you're gonna to shine the to people that's dark. They they're not gonna be able to handle it. They're not gonna oh, be able to stand young. in the light with you if if they're dark. They can't do it. They can't. Mm-hmm. I guess that brings me to my last question, which you probably already answered, because you know we <laughs> just be yeah, going, be answering I questions. <laughs> not long. Through your journey of being single since twenty fifteen, <laughs> right, what has been your biggest lesson, biggest takeaway um, that you that you carry with you at all times? Ooh, don't linger. Don't linger if it, if, if you see, if you see the red flat eggs, which, okay, <laughs> do not linger. <laughs> Don't linger with that. <laughs> Let my people get <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> I don't even you do even think if you sir. let them things get red no more, them things would be, be like a, a pale orange, and you'd be like, no, no. It'd be a pale orange. You're like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a it a chance. I don't give it a there chance to draw breath. I shook you. give couldn't stand to draw breath at all. Come <laughs> out. See? What? they like, the well, way it's only light like orange. What? <laughs> I like, know <laughs> oh, oh. oh. okay. oh, oh. and the thing about it is y'all, it's not it's not on stuff that's like nitpicky stuff, you know, some people want yeah. things to be like a certain way, and they can't see outside of that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about stuff that's like super obvious. But some people will ignore it, and they will keep on thinking that it will change. Maybe mm. I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I ain't seen it. I'm gonna tell you something that uh, my grandma told me when I was younger. She said, "People show you who they really are from day one. yeah, it's up to you so, to 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 see it." And I've been, like, she told me that when I was little. And I'm like, we ain't going to say my age, but we up in there now. (laughs) We up in there now. And I still hear her telling me that. I was a kid when she told me that. And I don't even know remember what the situation was, why she told me that. But she said, people show you who they are from day one. Believe them. (laughs) and I Yeah, believe them. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I think back on all my, you know, even my last relationship, from day one I knew it but I chose not to see it mm-hmm. I chose not to see it and then I got me. I mean you know like you know not to put the blame on myself but I could have avoided it if I just like mm-hmm. you know didn't overlook those red flags that was right like you said blatant right in front of my face like <laughs> oh it'll get better because I was mm-hmm. so infatuated or whatever the case was you know so mm-hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so that's that's been my my biggest lesson i guess probably why i you know before i did start my intentional healing process that was the main reason why i stayed away from relationships because i said i refused to go back i was so scared to get back into another relationship like that because i could and i guess it boils down to i didn't trust myself Mm -hmm. in picking a partner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so because i had Mm -hmm. made such a horrible mistake that time yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah. It's crazy What about it's you? Crazy. What about you? Same question for what you. What mean? Um, what is your biggest lesson um in in being single? Well, I um I guess it's done changed now. Um Lady Lady S has changed a lot of my perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess now, I guess because I'm entering in a different phase of it now, and I'm more in touch with who I am, and I'm more secure with who I am, and I, uh, you know, I just, I know me. Ooh. I My biggest lesson is my vulnerability is my power. Ooh. At one point, it wasn't. At one point, mm. I thought that it made me weak. It, I thought that people could take advantage of me. Um, you know, I just, I thought it as a negative thing. But now, I look at it as a positive thing because, you know, vulnerability with the right person is is a is a beautiful thing. But it's my power mm-hmm. because I I can voice um, I can voice how I feel and not feel any type of way. And at one point, that was mm-hmm. not the case. So, and I know that's not. Maybe they don't deal re- with relationships. I don't know. But that's my my biggest takeaway, I guess, right now, at the stage I'm at now. Mm. Wow, that's a huge one. Ah, yeah. you that's that's huge, though. That is. I mean, because cause that means that you're willing to be open and honest in a relationship. And you also mm-hmm. are willing to invite someone to be open and honest just the same. And mm-hmm. that you create a safe space because you're not gonna be vulnerable if you don't feel safe. So it's no, kind of like you establish. Not. Yeah, you, it's like you establish that kind of um, perimeter or boundary. I don't want to say boundary, but it's like you create that space of you f- feel safe being around me. I feel safe. You feel safe too, and and let's explore together. No, yeah, definitely definitely yeah all right so <laughs> look at that look at that so i guess we're gonna wrap it up here you are the first guest on the day and then we're about to say talking vibing with tj podcast you're the very first guest but we're gonna have you all back right. sometime in 2024 talk about something else but <laughs> we're we're gonna let let God let okay, okay. bring it in to me because I don't know what it is yet, but we're gonna let God bring it to me and we're gonna have you back. So yeah. I appreciate you for coming on here and uh sharing your light. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, You know, before again, like she she's been one of my biggest supporters uh in this podcast. Yeah. I guess you probably the one that just besides Kenya that has pushed me the most to do this podcast. Oh, so I appreciate yeah. you. I do. We, yeah, we yeah, absolutely. So. And yeah. hey, y'all, let's let's keep this positivity going, y'all. Push yourselves too we we push each other to new heights. Thank you so oh, much, yeah. uh, T.J. for bringing me on. It's been fun. Oh yeah, it's been fun. It has <laughs> been fun. It's just, <laughs> just like we're just like us talking every day. Yeah. So <laughs> That's it Looks Like we're talking every day. <laughs> yeah. So definitely have you back on uh sometime next year in the new year uh so i guess we're gonna we did right here i hope you guys have a great weekend a great rest of your friday and we'll see you guys next week with a brand new guest peace out